Hello, guys. I realize this is shocking. This is two in a row. But there was an email from uh, one of you out there. And I want to thank you so much for sending it to me. Because it made me feel special. Made me feel like uh, uh, somebody else cares about me out there. And that's really, really good. Because uh, sometimes, you know, being an island onto yourself isn't the greatest thing. But um, it's okay, too, because you understand where you are and your position in life. But uh, this person said something that hit me just square in the chest. And I want to talk to you about it because I think it's something that is relevant to all of us. And I'm going to burp just a second. Uh, Didn't mean to do that, but I did. Uh, I like Diet Dr. Pepper. I know that's terrible, but I really like Diet Dr. Pepper in the morning. Anyhow, uh, (laughs) this person said in the letter that did you get your family to finally believe you? Now, I didn't mention this at all. I mean, we've had very, very little conversation. But this is something that probably rings true with 80% of people that have neurological problems. Is that when you tell somebody in your family or your, your significant other or even your doctor, most of the time, they look at you like you're crazy. They, they're like, really? It, it, it's hard to even express what you're going through anyway. And then you're treated like you're out of your mind. And to me, this is one of the greatest insults that we go through is the fact that these people have the unmitigated gall to look us in the face and treat us like we are making this crap up. I don't want to be at a doctor's office. Honest to God, 100%, if I could avoid a doctor, I would. I had a growth on my toe once. This is another gross, horrible story, but I had a growth on my toe once. Uh, I was working in uh, McAllen. It was a hot, sweaty environment, and uh, uh, it just showed up, and it was probably as big as my big toe. I hated the doctor's office so much, I cut it off with a steak knife and the shower. That's how much I don't want to go to the doctor. So I don't go to the doctor unless I have to. So me going to the doctor and telling them there's a problem, I don't do it because unless it's a big problem. So, yeah. So I want to go over my experience with this with you to share what I went through because I know that some of you out there have probably gone through this before. And I'm never going to drink a Diet Dr. Pepper before I do a podcast again. I'm so sorry. But, okay. I, uh, when I got out of the military, I got out with a, a brain injury. I had a, I had a brain injury. I never asked the military for anything. I got kicked out with five kids and, uh, and a wife. My left arm and my left leg were, were pretty bad. I kind of drug them around. Couldn't feel them very much. And I just got kicked out with nothing. 
and it was fast. So uh, I ended up in San Antonio, and I ended up getting a job at a plastics plant as a plastics uh, maintenance manager. Don't, don't, it doesn't sound, it sounds good, but it really wasn't as good as it was because I was also the entire maintenance department. So, uh, one of the old timers there, uh, looked at me and he said, uh, uh, people don't stick around here very long unless they're smart. And I said, why? And he said, because the machines move real fast and they squirt hot plastic. That is a very true statement for injection molding and blow molding. Uh, it just people get hurt a lot if you don't pay attention to what's going on. And I had on top of that, uh, a slow left hand and a slow right leg. So but I picked up really fast and eventually they let me hire a couple people to help me. And I set up a maintenance system and I got noticed and I got hired by a bigger company and I became a plant engineer and a maintenance manager which meant that the stress in the job went from highly stressful to extremely stressful. So here I had a very stressful job and uh, I was having other problems, but I refused to tell anybody. And I got a boss that was just Mr. Burns on acid. And, uh, uh, I started having visual problems. I started actually going blind off and on and nobody believed me. So I'm working with industrial machinery, high voltage. My hands are in it. I'm on my knees all day long, troubleshooting things. I can't see it's hot because the plants in Texas don't have air conditioning. I'm getting electrocuted three or four times a day. Uh, I'm on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week because this boss just will not let his machinery sit down. And I remember driving home and there was a graveyard on the way home and every once in a while they would have a hole dug and I would literally pull my car up to the hole and say, you know, I could just climb in that hole, cover myself up with some dirt and they'd never know. They just put the, the coffin on top of it and it would be over. My home life was, by that time, we had seven kids. My wife was ugh, hard to deal with. And money went like water. There was, I could never work enough. I could never make enough money. I, there was nothing I could do. Nobody believed I was having problems with my eyes. And it all led to my daughter getting kidnapped by a, uh, a cult and me having to go in and get her drug out. And I don't even know how I survived, to be honest with you. And uh, I got fired, which was probably the only thing that saved my life. I got fired within about 10 days after that, I got hired at another job 50 miles away that I had to drive to every day for eight years and uh, anyway eventually I got diagnosed with MS on top of the brain injury but the job that I got fired after that job I had for eight years uh, because I refused to break safety regulations and they fired me there 
and uh, I went to Dallas and worked at a paper company, paper, a giant paper mill, and uh, started going blind again. Paper machines grew incredibly fast, and they're highly dangerous. And finally, I, I ran into a doctor who actually did MRIs and found out what was going on, and, and uh, found out I had, I had had MS for 30 plus years. I'd actually had it back when I was in the military. Yeah. And that whole time, I was just killing myself. So, uh, uh, I remember one time sitting in my living room, my eyes were hurting so bad, and I was just laying back in the chair. And my wife looked at me and she said, go to your bedroom. I don't want, I don't want the kids to see you like this. You've got to get some control over yourself. And I'm thinking, what am I supposed to do? How, what else can I do? I, I can't do anything else. I can't, there's nothing else I can do for these people. I, I bled, I've, I mean, so, but one thing that those ordeals did teach me is I can survive almost anything. Literally almost anything. <laughs> there is nothing in this world you can throw at me that I am not going to walk away from. So I know you guys have your own stories, and I know that they're harrowing and they're heartbreaking, and I wish you would write them to me so I can, so I can feel them and I can, I can, I can understand what you went through because we all go through things like that. It's so hard to explain to somebody else what's going on when they can't see it. You know, if you break your arm, they see a broken arm. If you, you knock some teeth out, they see teeth knocked out, but they can't see what's going on neurologically inside you. They don't see that. And to them, they don't understand. And it's terrible. And it's, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible for you and it's horrible for them. And, I feel sorry for them because people like that, not only do they not understand, but they destroy you inside because you're looking at them, asking them to please understand how you feel and give you a little compassion and they don't. But I want to tell you, I give you compassion. I understand and I'm going to be here. So if you need that support and that backup, just write me, man. Just tell me how you are actually feeling, right? And I'll write you back. I'll talk to you. I'll be here. I'm always going to be here. Even if I'm on a big break, I'm still checking my email. I'm always going to be here, okay? Bye. And I'll, I will do another recording here probably in the next couple of days.